Hello, podcast land. Welcome back to another episode of the Same 24 Hours podcast. I am very excited about today's guest. Natalie Jill is here. I have been following her for years and years and years in the fitness industry. She is one of my personal online heroes, seriously. And so I was really stoked when she said yes to the invite to be on the podcast. But what I love best about Natalie is not necessarily her fitness prowess, which she has a ton of, but the fact that she has pivoted. She turned from a fat loss expert to a high performance coach. She's changing conversations around age and potential and possibility and brands and Um, social media, and how to age in reverse, which is her newest book, Aging in Reverse. She has done the art of the pivot. And I, as many of you know who follow me, really love that because I have done the same. And so I hope we're going to have this incredible conversation that you really, really dig. So I am very excited. You can check out everything. I will post links in the show notes to all of her programs and definitely check out her podcast, which is great. Leveling up, creating everything from nothing. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Natalie Jill. Hi, everybody. Are you looking for some coaching, some life coaching in a very inexpensive and self-paced module? Of course you are check out the Handel Group's Inner You. It's a self-paced online coaching program. In this program, you are going to learn to deal with the areas of your life that are causing you the most suffering. We're doing great in like a lot of it, right? We've There are areas of our life that we've got down, but there are these bleeder areas that just keep coming up over and over and year after year. And that's what Inner You is here to help you figure out. So check it out, enter you, the letter U, I-N-N-E-R-U dot coach. Scroll down to the bottom, click on enter you life and use the code same two four hours seven five. And right now you will get it for half off. In the future, you'll get $75 off. So this is a big deal. It's one, one time for life, one payment and you're in for life. So enter you dot coach by the Handel Group, follow the Handel Group and check out everything that they do, putting out such great content. These are my coaches. I believe in them. And you're going to see much more from all of us in the future. Hi, and welcome to the Same 24 Hours podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Same 24 Hours podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Atwood. So I'm very excited about our guest today. Natalie doesn't know I'm such a fangirl, but Natalie Jill is here. (laughs) Hello, Natalie. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. So I have been following you for a long time, like when blogs were blogs and everyone was seen and Google recognized real search engines. (laughs) Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I found you years ago and I remember thinking you were one of the first people that used the big blue balls to do things. 
And I mean, it was just awesome. I, I've loved following you. And what I wanted to have you on the podcast about was because you have done an incredible job pivoting and ah. changing and recreating yourself. And um, the a little quick about my story is I kind of came into the social media world 10 years ago in the sport of triathlon. I was very overweight and did this transformation. And then I wanted to get out of triathlon. I didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. And people didn't like that. Yeah. And so I pivoted, you know, I made this change and, and recreated. And so I know that's so much of your story. So I definitely want to make yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. People that. don't and like when we want to change or pivot. <laughs> no. So maybe we start there. Let's uh, tell my audience a little bit about your backstory and, and maybe some of the changes you've made. And sure. Awesome I, gosh, where yeah. should we even start? I think pivoting is my life. I mean, I think I've, <laughs> I'm a constant pivoter. I, what I think I've done with my audience is I've sort of changed the language. It's, I don't, it's, I don't really recognize it as pivoting anymore. It's more brand expansion because there's really many facets to everybody. You know, the, nobody has just one interest. Uh, there's all different things that make people up. Uh, but it's interesting when we do very well in one area and attract an audience, people, they want to keep us in that box. <laughs> you know, like you were an athlete, you were this, or you were a teacher, you were this. So it's uncomfortable for other people. But I think it's very human to have expansion and different interests and to want to grow and expand. Yes. Yes. So let's maybe rewind. I'm not sure the timeline of your, of your first, yeah. your first move, but you came into the world as a fat loss expert, right? I mean, that's kind of well, how you landed. So I, I actually was in corporate America. My whole background was actually sales and branding marketing. That was my, my gig. I loved sales. I wanted to be a salesperson. I was naturally a salesperson. Um, and I started actually a medical device sales. That's how I started my entire, uh, career. And I was very good at that, very strong at that. I quickly advanced to a sales director and then ultimately a sales trainer. And I liked my life. I liked what I was doing. I It was all great. Um, things were working in my life amazing in corporate until they weren't. And when I say until they weren't, back in 2008, uh, if you remember what was happening then, we had a complete economic crash, um, housing market crash, stock market crash, um, I also was pregnant at the time with my first uh, daughter. Uh, so I had I had my first daughter in 2000, actually 2007. And I, for the first time in my life, was struggling with things, really struggling, meaning I was going through a divorce. Um, I was going to be a new single mom all of a sudden. My job required full travel, which I couldn't do as a single mom. So I was knowing I needed to make a change there. I was losing a lot of money. My house was all of a sudden upside down and backwards. I owed more on it than I could pay. Uh, I owed a lot more than it was worth. And uh, I was stressed, like really stressed for the first time in my life. And with that came a lot of weight gain and depression and uncertainty. And it was in my rock bottom space that I turned to health and fitness as a way to have control on something. In fact, mm. I remember really specifically thinking, everything is so out of control in my life. I can't control anything, um, but I can control what I do with my body and what I eat. And let me start there. And that was literally how I started. I started with this control of something. And as that started to make a change, I turned to social media, which was very new at the time. And I didn't turn to it for marketing or advertising or growing a business. I turned to it for my own accountability. And I remember posting on Facebook uh, to my 100 high school friends that where I'm at, <laughs> I've lost my way, yes. uh, but this is where I'm focused on going. And I'm going to share here for my own accountability. And that was how my 
stepping into fitness and nutrition and fat loss even started. That's so funny because that's how I ended up in triathlon. I thought if a two, if I'm 250 pounds and I want to do a triathlon, I better start holding myself accountable and I better blog about it and yeah. tell my mother. And so that's when I started swim bike mom. Wow. And like I had 69 followers. Cause yeah. I, had, I remember that number. Cause I had that number for a really long time. I was like, can I have 68 yeah. or 70 and not 69? Yeah. <laughs> would be great. But yeah, that's funny just to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And you know, it's yeah. funny because even now with branding clients and, and my business clients, people are always so focused on that number, like how many followers or how many people. And I'm like, it that they're people, they're humans. If you've got 10 humans that want to learn from you, that's amazing because you don't need right. millions of humans to follow you and buy from you. Like you're, this follower thing reminds me of like high school popularity contests when really you're just trying to resonate and connect with a few of the right people for you. Right. And, and especially in this world where who knows if any of it's even real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So health and fitness, like how, how did that grow for you? I mean, because yes. it became huge. So how that grew for me is I had a very strong vision at the time uh, that I wanted to create a better life for myself. And I always start clients now with vision boards and vision exercises, because if we don't know where we're headed or where we want to end up, we're not going to get there. And that's a really hard thing for people to grasp. So many times somebody will say, I just want to be happy. Or even with, when it comes to weight loss, I just want to lose weight. I just want to be skinny. And, but they don't, they can't describe what it is that they actually want. Or I just want to be rich. But like, what does that look like? How many hours are you working? What are you doing with your career when you're rich? You know, so vision, I always knew was something very important. So I got very laser clear on what I wanted. And I, Mm -hmm. I stopped my brain from going to the how. So I got very clear that I wanted to be financially free. I was clear that I wanted to get married again at some point. I wanted to have a family. I wanted to be a good mom. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to enjoy my life. Like I was very clear on what it is I wanted. In fact, so clear that I can still remember that vision board. Like I had pictures imitating exactly where I wanted to head. And I remember staring at that board every day, Meredith saying, if I feel like crap right now, that's not what I'm going to focus on. I want to focus on if I was the person living in that vision board, who would they be? What would they eat? Who would they talk to? What would they say? What would they wear? How would they spend their time? I'm going to take those actions. And I remember staring at that thinking, I don't look like that girl right now, but I'm going to start doing the actions that the girl living in that board would do. And that has to change for me. So that is what I started. Yeah. I've heard you say that on your podcast, which by the way, your podcast is awesome. Leveling oh, thank up. You. Totally love it. Totally love thank it. Thank you. Um, but I've heard you say that, like, what does the girl in that vision board do? Like what behaviors? And that yeah. really hit me today. Cause I have this dream of doing a figure show. Yeah. I do not look like a figure competitor, but I have, I've had this bucket list forever. And I think you were on my vision board in 2000. Uh, I'm just going to say that. Um, and, and I've had, it's been driving me crazy. It's like, I want to do this. And then I'm in the kitchen with the sunflower butter, just, you know, scooping it. Yeah. And when I was listening to some of your podcasts today and you said that, and I thought, oh, that girl does not eat sunflower butter standing <laughs> in her kitchen. You know, it was like just this moment. No, that girl eats boiled chicken. <laughs> well, know? it depends, but you could put on your vision board that you're going to be the girl eating sunflower butter. And well, I mean, <laughs> anything is honestly possible. It's, it's about yeah. changing our thoughts and actions to get there. So the, the issue is not that something's not possible. The issue is that most people are not clear on what they want and they're not acting from that place. So you've probably heard the expression act as if, like I take that to heart. If you want to become something,
something that you are not currently, you have to act like you're that person that is that person that you're already there. If you don't take those actions, you'll never get there. So I knew that on a subconscious level and that's what I started doing. And it was working and people started following. They liked it. They saw the changes in my body and my health and my attitude, all of it. And that brought me to, I was just being very responsive with the people I was connecting with online. And they asked me, what are you eating? What are you doing? And that's how my first product was actually born out of connecting with my audience, understanding their need, and then creating something and solution for that. Yeah. Yeah. And what was your first product? My first, very first product was a recipe book that I sold for $12 online. I made it as a PDF and I remember putting it out there and I couldn't believe that some people bought it. <laughs> like it was amazing. <laughs> so that was my first product. And then the next question that came up was, well, how are you putting these meals and recipes together to look the way that you are? So I sat down one weekend and I wrote what's now a best-selling book in stores, but it was called Seven Day Jumpstart. And I wrote it as the digital download and, and people can still get this digital download. It's still my number one selling digital product, um, Seven Day Jumpstart. And it was mind-blowing to people because it was simple, it was easy to follow, and they got results. So that was how I started. I didn't have a big business plan. I just knew I wanted to help people with what I had just done. And they were asking me and I had a simple solution. So I they did seven-day jumpstart. And then what would happen is someone like you, Meredith, would buy my program and they would have results and you would message me and say, oh my gosh, Natalie, I lost five pounds. The bloat is gone. I'm not hungry anymore. I feel amazing. This is incredible. Thank you. And I would say, congratulations, Meredith. Would you be open to me screenshotting this and sharing it with others? Because I think it's super motivating, which is true. And you would say, yes, of course. I would share it. And I would say, who is next? And my business took off from that. Like That's how my brand literally was born. Wow. Wow. Well, on your website or somewhere, you say that you've created everything from nothing three times over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So that's one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's two and three? What, gosh. What's the last oh my gosh. 10 years? The, <laughs> so the second time was my business completely was falling apart. Um, it was completely falling apart. And the reason I say that is it wasn't falling apart on the outside. Like my clients were happy. We had money coming in, products were selling, programs were growing. My name was getting out there. I had a lot of people working for me. I was completely not profitable. I was losing a ton of money, a ton of money. And, um, the reason that happened, I know now, I didn't know then, but it was all ego-driven. And that tends mm-hmm. to happen. I started Natalie Jill Fitness from the right intentions. You know, I had gone through my own transformation. I wanted to help people. But as it grew and became successful, it became this, this calling of like, I need more. I've got to do more. I've got to be bigger. I've got to help more. And I lost what I was doing to grow the business initially. I lost that connection with people. All of a sudden, I had marketing people and I had Facebook ads people and I had copywriters and I had people creating on my behalf, answering customer service, doing whatever. And that wasn't me anymore. It was my material, but it wasn't me. And that connection got lost. And when I saw that happening, instead of looking internally and saying, I've got to connect with people again, I've got to get back involved. It was, I just have to hire more people. I have to spend more money. I have to get the right marketing team. So I went down this black rabbit hole, which a lot of entrepreneurs have experienced of just throwing more money at a problem, which was not going to fix it. So it took my business completely crashing there um, to the point where my husband wanted to leave me because he thought I was stressed all the time. 
Uh, my body was breaking down. I hurt my back. Um, and it was just this complete mess of like, what is going on? And that is when I had this massive wake-up call and started diving into personal development. And I literally rebuilt my entire business. This time was harder because I was doing it from a place of debt and being behind, which creates a whole nother set of issues. Right. What year was this? Oh my gosh. This was not too long ago. This was about four years ago. So like 2017? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I have, so I have a similar story. I'm not as big as you, but I had built this thing in 2017. I call it the year that can kiss my ass because mm-hmm. same thing. I had built this stuff. It had like my ego got in the way and everything fell apart. I, quit yeah. my, I was a, I was a lawyer. I quit my law job to do this thing, lost my six figure income to do this thing. This thing fell yeah. apart. Right. Yeah. Um, and I call that's why I was like, is this 2017 for you too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, <laughs> I'm so grateful that that happened to me because yes, I me did not I would have not dove into the personal development that I've done. I wouldn't have done the work on myself. I wouldn't have the relationship with my husband that I have now. I'm so grateful now for those times, but wow, I did not see that coming. And I, I interrupt people now because I attract a lot of clients in that space. Like they're in that spot right now. Like they're in this, I'm big, I've got something. And now like, I want to be the whole world to know me. And they're, I'm meeting them in with their ego. <laughs> so it's right. uh, what I've been doing is interrupting it and getting them profitable before they go through that because it's happened to so many successful entrepreneurs I know, and it doesn't have to happen. Like you can get woken up from that and create something that works from the beginning. You don't have to have that massive failure. Right. And I, you know, when you're, when it's happening, when you're in the middle of it, you're thinking, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to survive this? But now you can see like, that was the best thing that could have happened to you. And that same for me, I'm so freaking grateful. It didn't work out. Yeah. So grateful. Um, but what is your yeah. advice for people that are in the middle of that? Yeah, like you, the, can't well, the, sleep. you can't, you can't solve a problem with the same personality and mind and beliefs that created it. And I used to hear that. I didn't understand it. So I'm sure somebody hearing it right now is like, I've heard that, but they're not really listening to that. If you are in a mess with stuff right now and you feel in that high stress zone, you cannot fix that without an outside interruption. You need help. You need it. You cannot fix it yourself. Whether that's a coach or you're going to listen to your spouse or some friends, you need an intervention. You need help because that is dangerous. And I'll tell you, when that ego takes over, you'll spend money fixing it. It's like, it's like, it's crazy. I pulled money out of, I don't know where to try to fix things. And it was making my husband crazy and it was not going to fix the problem. Um, I had to work on myself. So if you're in that, I would say you need a coach. You need an outside person to help interrupt you. And with you, if you have to interview 50 coaches to find the right one, do it. But you need somebody that is an outside source, not someone you're paying to do things for you. There's a difference. Because I was in that place of like just paying more people to do things. You need someone that actually is going to help pull you out of it. Right. And so how do you, how do you do that? Like, how do you work with your clients to wake them up? Cause I mean, yeah. I, I'm in the coaching, coaching industry and there's a lot of coaches out there. will take your money and make you feel good. But you know, how do you yeah. create a catalyst and change, help someone change? Well, I'll tell, I can speak for myself. Uh, I don't, I can't speak for every coach cause there is a lot of coaches that are that are uh, that is a real problem, and I get that. I'll tell you that I don't take a lot of clients. I work with very select. I only work with four one-on-one clients a quarter intentionally because I'm so in their stuff that I can't. I could not. I don't have the space for more than that with my own stuff too. So I only take four one-on-one clients a quarter. I also know that I do an extensive interview process before I even 
work with somebody. I don't, it's not a one-way sale, basically. Like if someone wants to coach with me, it's an application process. I'm going to look at that first. We're going to get on call just like this and we're going to talk one-on-one. I'm going to feel out the vibe with them. I'm going to listen to them. And if I feel I can help them, I'll tell them. If I feel I can't, I won't, you know? And it's, and I think a lot of coaches get so excited for the opportunity or the client that they're skipping that part. I've, turn down a ton of opportunities to coach people because I don't have the answers for them. And if I don't see that I could actually help them, then I'm not going to take them. And I think coaches that don't operate that way, they're doing their clients a disservice. Um, so, so there's that. And then it's also looking for people that actually are coachable. Like I was not coachable in my mass place right there. I had to have that breakdown first. Some people are coachable right there. If you're not coachable, can't work with you either. And then it's going back to how do you do that? You've got to get people back focused on their vision. So the question that I typically will ask people, and this is what, regardless if I'm helping them with business or fat loss, to be honest with you, it's the same thing. I've got to help people get clear on their vision and then ask them, is what you're doing now working? And if they can answer yes, they don't need you. (laughs) Right. They're not calling you if they, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if what they're doing is working, they don't need you. But if what they're doing is not working, we've got to get people refocused on their vision and figure out what's in their gap of what's holding them back from getting there. Do you find that people have a hard time with a vision? Yes. Very hard time with vision. It's, it's very hard. You, you usually need somebody else to help pull this out of you. And is there a limiting factor that people say, well, I can create this vision, but I don't really believe it's possible. So it's always the problem. Yeah. It's what I call false assumed truth. So what happens is some people they'll say, I want this, but I want this, but, mm-hmm. and that, but is what I call false assumed truths. It's these beliefs of why you can't have something. And we have to spend time there. I spend the bulk of my time with my clients addressing false assumed truths, believe it or not, because we have to rewire that and get right. rid of those thoughts. If we want to have different actions and behaviors and habits come that are going to get you to your vision. And I do this for myself as, you know, as well now it's, it's, I, I watch it come up all the time. I mean, I look at just starting my own podcast. I started that in a place of hardship. Like I w- started that with, um, my gosh, I had this massive setback in my business. How do I create with all of this like massive setback? How do I create? And I thought, well, I need to interview people that did that, that were had a massive setback and that overcame that. That's how my podcast started. But my mind wanted to say, who are you to start a podcast right now? Things aren't working. Why would you start it? It's too late to the game. It's saturated market. Like I had all that in my head, but I had to get back to my vision of what I wanted for it. Oh, that's so funny. That's how I started mine. So um, this was born out of an argument with someone who basically said that, they needed 33 hours in the day to accommodate what I was asking. It was a business partner. And I thought, huh, we all have the same 24 hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, how can I? And so that's how, but I was in a very hard spot when I started this podcast and it was because I want, I needed answers for myself. And that's so much. Yes. Yeah. Here's the secret that most people don't get. So a lot of people step into entrepreneur world or writing a book or starting a podcast with they want to help somebody else. I want to help you. Well, that's very nice of you that you want to help others. <laughs> I got that. But you know the things that do the absolute best, the best books, the best entrepreneurs, the best businesses, the best podcasts? They started from the person creating it wanting to help themselves. And that's why it feels so authentic and real. The best books are because the author is pouring out like a journal to help themselves. And that's what makes it so relatable and real. So... 
help yourself with what you think you need help with first. And that's what's (laughs) going to attract other people. Right. And we all do need help. Yes, we all do need help. Yes. All right. So speaking of books, you've got two bestsellers. Yes. Your newest, Aging in Reverse. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. So my first book was called Unprocessed Your Diet, Seven Day Jumpstart, which was really a spin from my initial seven day jumpstart of how I got out of my hardship, uh, my initial uh, my ma- massive setback. That book is still a really great seller, whether people get it digitally from me or buy the hard copy in stores, which is more of a recipe book now. Um, but that is such a great introduction to fat loss, like an introduce- introduction to change in your life in general. So just getting healthier, it's it's an introduction. You know, I, I was out doing that to help with the obesity epidemic, not to help people get a six-pack abs. Now, it could help you with that, but really it's it's teaching you about unprocessing your diet, getting healthy, getting rid of that fog, lifting that, uh, getting your energy back so you can have a bigger life. My newer book, Aging in Reverse, is a whole nother level. That is specifically, I'm 49 as we're recording this, it is specifically for women in that aging that are starting to believe that their hormones, that their age, all these things are in their way now and that they are, something's going on with their body. That's what this book is for because there's so much that I have learned and that I've helped other clients through that this book is life-changing for you. Nice. I'm 40, almost 41 and I could, I'm going to pick up your book and <laughs> start aging in reverse. A I love bit it. Because yeah, I just, I, yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. So I want to talk about diet real quick. Yeah. I know you're probably like, ah, yeah. um, but what is the one thing that you wish everyone who says they want to lose weight could get in their head? Cause I feel yeah. like there's just a thing and it's really simple and none of us are doing it. So yeah, I see. So I would gr- yeah. simple answer that decide it's a decision. You're one decision away. So most people say, I've tried everything I want to, I'm wishing for, I'm hoping for, I'm praying for, I'm thinking about, um, but, and they're coming at it from a victim standpoint, but when you decide something, it actually happens. Like I've decided like you, Meredith, I don't even know your whole story, but I'm assuming that you actually made a decision. I'm done with this extra weight. This is what's happening. I did that too. It always starts with a decision. So the biggest number one thing that you could do is actually make a decision. Now, if you're listening and you're like, but I did decide, but no, you didn't decide. A decision is, Natalie, Meredith, I hear you. I've decided. This is happening. That is a decision because when you decide, watch out. Yes. I love that. So true. And it's funny because I've decided in like a million areas of life, I still, full disclosure, I still struggle with weight because I haven't decided to put down and you, I know I get what you're saying about, you can still eat sunflower butter. No, I can't. I eat the whole <laughs> jar. Um, but like, I haven't decided yeah. that I'm living a sunflower butter free life, you know, yeah. until, I mean, I have now, but um, that's the result is there's loopholes. And, and so people that, you know, struggle all the time. It's self-created loopholes. You make a decision and then you have a variety of loopholes on the side. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, and you can decide. So there's like, for just for example, I eat sun. I actually love, uh, I work with sun butter. I love sunflower seed butter. So I eat it every day. And, um, you can still do that. You can decide to, you're going to do more cardio. You can decide you're going to work out harder. There's, so there's all kinds of things that go with the decision, but what I want people to do is not worry about the how initially, but just make that decision. Like I've decided Mm. I'm leaving corporate and starting a business. I've decided that I am finding my spouse this year. 
I've decided that I'm having a level 10 relationship. I've decided I'm moving my business online. I've decided I'm getting healthy this year. I've decided I'm finally losing that last 15 pounds. Those are decisions. Yes. Yes. So true. All right. So tell us a little bit about, is it Diva method or DVA method? I don't want to... Yeah. I love that you just caught that because it's actually DVA, but I did that purposely. So it looked like Diva. (laughs) So I like that you just said that. (laughs) Yeah. DVA method. I'm so excited about this. This is my my big pivot brand expansion uh, that I'm excited about. So what lights me up is actually not fat loss. Believe it or not, for those of you listening that know me for fat loss and fitness, that was my hobby. That was fun. I'm very good at it. I've helped lots of people with it. I'm not ditching it. I still, my programs aren't going anywhere. In fact, I have a newer version of Full Body Reset that I'll launch in January. I, I will help with fat loss. That's not stopping. What lights me up is what I started my career in, and that's sales. I love sales. And people that cringe at sales, you don't get what it truly is because sales, what that is, is your solution person. You are great at uncovering what's holding people back and helping them with a solution. That's what sales is. And if you think about when you had a purchase or signed with somebody that you were so excited about, they were a good salesperson. And that's not sleazy or slimy. It's, it's a powerful thing. I love that. And I love teaching that. That's what I did in corporate. And it's what built my whole business, to be honest with you. I didn't know that at the time, but what I know, I'm good at listening and solving problems for people. So I decided, and this took me two years to figure it out, Meredith. I decided two years ago that I did not want to stay just in fat loss and fitness, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, what the heck am I going to do? I didn't want to be the one saying, this is how to make a million dollars online. That wasn't me. I didn't want to do relationship coaching. Not me. (laughs) Like I was like, what do I do? And I'm like... If you ask anyone that knows me well, what is Natalie great at? They're going to tell you sales. So that's what I'm doing. I decided that I cannot take more than four clients at a time privately. Um, I love doing that. But I decided to start a group program where I teach others um, that want to expand their brand in the online space, that want to know how to grow their sales ability, to attract their amazing right clients, to make a bigger impact in the world. I wanted to help them. Um, How do I do that? And I'm doing that through a small group program called DBA, which is a 10-week program where I take you through the exact method of that. Love it. Yeah. And I'm so excited about it. You're back to your roots. You're back to where... Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because when I first started sharing about it on social media, I had a couple people say, stay in your lane. And I was like, wait, this is my lane. Like, no, you stay in your lane. (laughs) This is my lane. (laughs) So I just like let the, I don't care. Like it, that is my lane. Like that is oh my lane. My yeah, that loss wasn't my lane. So hard. I feel <laughs> you so hard. I mean, it's like when I start when I wrote books, people were like, eh, and I'm like, wait a minute. I was gonna be a writer when I was 14 yeah. and I just got diverted and went to law school. Like now yeah. I'm back, you know. Stay in your lane. Yes. I love it. Yeah. So no, actually I'm really excited about it. I I'm not going anywhere with fat loss and fitness. That's still there. It's just that this lights me up and this is where I want to expand. Nice. So uh, this podcast is called The Same 24 Hours. So a final question for you. Um, We all have the same 24 hours. Mm -hmm. It's what we do in those 24 hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. So I like to ask my guests, what is something that you do in your 24 hours, like every day, a habit, a ritual, something Mm -hmm. that really continues to to light you up and, and help you grow? So I have so many habits and rituals. It's hard to like pick just one. Um, but I will say that every single day I get outside in nature. Like I, mm. every day. 
I love to walk. Uh, I go three to six miles every single day. I just love to get outside with my dog, go walk. Uh, I'm super grateful for that. That's like my form of meditation in a lot of ways. But I feel super grounded and connected when I'm just in nature. Um, so like when I get dressed in the morning, I always have sneakers on. Like I don't know when my walk is going to present itself. So it's just, I dress like that. <laughs> that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> so I just, that's what happens. That's an every day. I feel off if I don't do it. I love it. I love it. Well, Natalie, thank you so much. And I will post up the links to all the things you so yeah. everyone can, can follow you, but I appreciate this so much. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. Are you looking for some coaching, some life coaching in a very inexpensive and self-paced module? Of course you are. Check out the Handel Group's Inner You. It's a self-paced online coaching program. In this program, you are going to learn to deal with the areas of your life that are causing you the most suffering. We're doing great and like a lot of it, right? There are areas of our life that we've got down, but there are these bleeder areas that just keep coming up over and over and year after year. And that's what Inner You is here to help you figure out. So check it out, Inner You the letter U, I-N-N-E-R-U dot coach. Scroll down to the bottom, click on enter you life and use the code same two four hours seven five. And right now you will get it for half off. In the future, you'll get $75 off. So this is a big deal. It's one, one time for life, one payment and you're in for life. So enter you dot coach by the Handel group, follow the Handel group, and check out everything that they do, putting out such great content. These are my coaches. I believe in them. And you're going to see much more from all of us in the future. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.